This episode is brought to you by Geekade.com, where we create an array of podcasts, articles, and more for everyone, no matter what your geek is. And if you want to help us make even more content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash geekade. Now on with the show. Warning, the Paper Cuts podcast has bad language and spoilers, so cover your f***ing ears. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Paper Cuts, episode two. Right, that's where we're issue at. Issue two, issue two, yeah, Paper Cuts, right. volume two, issue two. Um, uh, the the main topic for this month's episode is All Star Superman. I got to pick that one, so it's one of my favorites, if not my favorite all time Superman story. Um, but let's let's you know you just reminded me and it just made me very excited because I totally forgot so much comic book crap came mm-hmm. out in the past since we last spoke so let's talk about it and destroy all of it because <laughs> right that's how we do I it mean, yeah I, oh boy there there were there there there's some choices so have like, been made <laughs> by the good folks over at DC all right let's let's. My name is Evan Goldstein. I am one of your hosts. With me is the lovely Danny vivacious. Ryan. Vivacious. <laughs> the vivacious Dan Ryan. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, this is Paper Cuts Volume 2. We talk comics every month. We're going to pick a specific title or trade or something that you guys can join in and read with us. Uh, that will be the feature topic for each month. And then on top of that, we will talk about anything else we damn well please because the microphones are in front of us and we are in charge. <laughs> That's right. That's it. You will listen to me and every word that I have to say. It's all very important. But very I highly researched, well thought out. Wait, are um, we doing a different show? I'm confused. <laughs> Shit. Which, <laughs> Shit. which one was, is this? There was research. <laughs> I did not do no research. Um, I, I look now, up shit. Um... So a bunch of trailers came out. Why did do we know? Was there? Why did all of these trailers come out? There was a DC. It, it was the the DC fandom. Oh, right. That's so true. so here we are in in the world of the coronavirus. Right. The Love Rona. in the time of Corona. Um, <laughs> you know that's a book is that's appa- going to come out in like two uh, years. It, apparently, it's already a show on I think Hulu or something. I was dicking around. I had a couple no, minutes. Is that, isn't that lo- is that Love in the time of Corona or is it Love in the time of cholera? Well, that that is a thing, but now there's a new thing that was like life in the time of Corona or love in the time. It, it's Hulu is definitely the platform in which it exists. Peruse at your leisure. <laughs> I like the fact I got I got one solid fact about this statement that I just made. It is Hulu. <laughs> it is a hundred percent Hulu. Guarantee Apart it's on Amazon. That, <laughs> it is pure speculation on my point. But so, so all like uh, San Diego Comic Con is canceled, and New York, York Comic Con is canceled, and Garden State Comic Con, and yeah. and 
Everything. All of the all, no, of, all the, of the conventions. Yeah, yeah like we were supposed nothing to, as of happening. right now, we were supposed to be up in Canada at that uh, at Canada Con Fan, Fan Expo. Is, oh, don't Fan knock Expo. Fan Expo because they are phenomenal shows. Are um, they? I've never been. Oh, so I've never good. actually been to Canada. It's right up there. I know. It's like it's, <laughs> it's, it's America's it's, hat, as they say. It is, and we are Canada's meth lab, basement meth lab. <laughs> That's true. I uh, know. I feel Fa- like if I went to Canada, I wouldn't come back. It's they one would of the kick reasons out, I don't Dan. go. No, they love me. I have a beard. I look like a Mountie or <laughs> no, a bear, or Canadian you are bear wrestler. Solidly confused on what uh, Mounties look like. <laughs> am I? I think so. I don't know. I would walk up there singing the old WWF theme song, the "I am the Mountie." <laughs> um, no, Fan Expo was awesome. I went there years ago with a buddy of mine, and I think it's just because everybody was nicer. Like, well, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then I, you, you take <laughs> you take Canada, everybody nicer, and then you put all of the like-minded individuals together, which just it's like everybody was having a good time as opposed to what like New York Comic Con is, which is everybody's getting in my fucking way. Yeah, well, and shitting on everybody, and yeah, that so. that sounds that sounds like a goddamn socialist utopia, Evan. And <laughs> don't you threaten me with a good time. All right, I apologize, but <laughs> yeah, I it is it's something like I've never been to C two E two. I would love to go to that. I would love to go to Fan Expo in Canada. Um, they sound like I actually I've never even been to New York Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, I've been to a that's, lot that's of them. That's kind of what I figured. You yeah, know? I've been to a lot of them, and nowadays conventions are done online like the next day so anything like you would actually right. need to go to get at a convention you will eventually either be able to find immediately online via ebay or whatnot or news wise like i went to shows and i did not go to panels i went to right. one panel actually no accidentally two because i went to one panel the panel before so that I could get a better seat at the panel that I wanted to be at. <laughs> and I felt bad. It was, it was like, oh God, it was a, like a horror director and he, it was his kid. I don't know. It was bad. It was a bad show. But the next that one was sucks. Kevin Smith and I was like, hey, you fuckers get out. I'm, I like, I'm moving I like up four guy. rows. Yeah. <laughs> so. That guy's pretty cool. But yeah, it it's, it's a lot of effort, a lot of money. Yeah, it is an experience. I do recommend going at least once, but yeah, I mean, I really just want to go somewhere where I can find the Rocketeer pop at like a semi-affordable price. That's that's my only (laughs) desire to go to a convention. Yeah, I remember when pops were new. I know. Me too. That's how old we are. Yeah. But 400 and so, plus. Anywho, sorry. Four four hundred seventy-eight <laughs> years ago. So anyway, so DC decided uh, that they were going to do their own fucking thing, right? So Got they it. did this DC fandom, and it was like this twenty-four <laughs> it, hour. Why do you are you are you over pronouncing fandom? No, no, it is fandom. Okay. That is that, that is how it's spelled. <laughs> I'm not an asshole. I mean, I am, but not not for this. Uh, so. So they, it was like a twenty-four hour like news extravaganza, and they, um, there, there was a bunch of uh, comic book news that came out. Um, there is going to be a uh, a black Batman uh, taking over in the main Batman book. Lucius uh, Fox's son is going to be taking oh. over as. 
oh, Batman, but... and that is coming from the writer of uh, 12 Years a Slave. Uh, okay. The, the movie that came out a bunch of years. I, I am blanking oh. on the dude's name right now. Um, but that is super <laughs> exciting. Um, there were some other... That leads down the path. Oh, Christ, I can't remember. He's he's now... he's the He was... In Thor, as the guy who could see everything, and he... Oh, shit. Idris. Idris Elba. Yeah. That I've always believed, and I don't know where I heard it, but I fully agreed with it. It didn't come up with this one, that he would be a phenomenal Batman. Oh, he would be outstanding. Phenomenal. And this... Absolutely outstanding. And because, like, right there, there. there... there's There's nothing about the Batman character that suggests he has to be a white person. Right, no. like the, there, there's really nothing about Bruce Wayne as a character, his backstory, nor his rise to success in the world that we live in now, anyway, that suggests he cannot be a person of color. Right, like there, there, there are certain characters that that I've always felt like there, there was a lot of backlash a couple of years ago um, when the Iron Fist TV show got cast. Right. And it was like, oh, here's this could uh, have been the perfect role for an Asian nope. guy, and it was like, no, th that's nope. that I, is not the character. <laughs> you and I have had like, this conversation, I, yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's supposed like, to be a, a blonde white dude because it's 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 part of his character, right? The 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 cultural appropriation <laughs> is is baked into the character. Like, the, there's a reason <laughs> the point for it. of it, <laughs> right? Like, and that sounds fucking stupid, but but if you change that, you fundamentally change the character. Whereas, like with Batman. Um, th there's literally nothing about that story that identifies as a straight white male. Nope. So, so making this move in the comics, I think, is really awesome. So they are uh, changing or passing the cowl? Uh, yes. Okay. I didn't read that deeply. Okay. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I could see that, the, okay, if they were to retcon it into an African-American, mm -hmm. all sorts of shit will hit the fan. No matter what a right. era we live in right now, it, people will lose their minds. Passing right. the cowl to another character, a la, you know, Captain America and Falcon. Right. I, right. Totally viable and should not be fought as vehemently. <laughs> no, it, it absolutely shouldn't. And it, I, I am sure that it will be online. Um, because if there is one thing that online comic book fans are, it is toxic. Yes. Um, yes. But yes, we are. Wait but, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> wait a wait a tick. Um, I I believe it is passing uh, the cowl off. Okay. Like Bruce Wayne will be going away because uh, it's all it's all coming out of uh, the current storyline, the Joker War mm -hmm. that's going on right now, where like Bruce Wayne has been. You know, he has lost his company. He's destitute now. Joker knows Bruce Wayne is Batman. Like, he's put it all together, and he is systematically destroying Bruce Wayne's life. So coming out of that, we'll have this new Batman character. And, and eventually, Bruce Wayne will be back at some point, uh, right? Of course, like that, that's that's how this works. Well, because comics and because of movies that we're going to talk about here, he is currently a white man in the movies. That that's what he's going to be <laughs> when the next movie comes out. Like the, the for better or for worse, that's how these things work mm -hmm. out. But they they showed that they showed the trailers um, for two new games: uh, the Batman Gotham Knights, which uh, it, which does not take place apparently. In the same world as the Arkham 
games did. Really? Even though it seems to make sense that it would. Odd choice. Because after Arkham Knight, um, he's like the whole... Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> but then the other game that's being... And that's being developed by, by a studio... Uh, by Warner Brothers Montreal, and then the the team that made Rocksteady, that made the Arkham series, is making Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. Oh, okay. Wait, was there? Which, I could have sworn I saw something about like uh, Nightwing or Robin and Batgirl. Is that? That's the Gotham Knights one. Okay, so all right, I I, I hadn't. I tried to find the trailer for that, and it it. Every site that I clicked on was just straight up clickbait, so I could not find the actual video mm. for it. IGN, man, that's a very I, you're the gamer, dude. So I know like, IGN. Right. They have comic book news there too. That's true. It's a catch-all. It is. <clears throat> yeah, I'll take. A but look. yeah, that the 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 big reveal at the end of the Gotham Knights trailer is like, all right, you're going to be Red Hood. You're going to play as Robin. You're going to play as Batgirl. You're going to play as Nightwing. And like you're, it looked very, very similar to the way the Arkham Knight games played, and mm -hmm. or the whole Arkham series. And then at the very end of the trailer, um, they there was a circle of coffins, and they woke up a Talon, and it was like, oh fuck, Court of Owls, like <laughs> awesome, I'm so, I'm a hundred percent in. Like I was kind of iffy, but like you you pulled out the Court of Owls, and that's just like a, well, here it is, look at it. And I'm like, fuck yes, check it out, swinging, look at me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm an easy man. Like yeah. Court of Owls, I'm I'm fucking sold. Yeah. So those looked really cool. But so after all of that, there were three big trailers uh -huh. that were released. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Batman the sorry the, the Batman. Batman. Uh, fucking the sparkly Batman for those that are <laughs> online. Yes, it was the Batman, the Wonder Woman 1984, and the Justice League, the Snyder Cut. They got two thes in that one, um, which, which is really impressive. Which marketing. is odd because the second one is just unnecessary. Yeah, but that says really it speaks volumes to the DC trailer, the the, which the, the. is just a completely different thing. <laughs> Which one do you want to jump into first? Because they are all different types of interesting. So I would let's let's go with uh, young Batman, the Batman, the Batman. Yes. Um, my first impression. I'm gonna watch it. Sure. I'm gonna everything. It's the standard Batman movie. I feel like they're not reinventing the wheel. Um, there are certain aspects of the character that just make me go hmm, like. Batman with long hair that just that just doesn't little, work with my little odd. brain because like that's gonna he he puts a cowl over his face yeah it's it's just gonna get all sweaty up there and that's just uncomfortable um but it seems like they're going with the younger you know year two ish by understanding mm -hmm. so it looks good to me but. And I am by like I'm not the right guy to ask. I will watch any comic book movie. Oh sure, I will any too. of them, and go. Um, I will find something to go. Yeah, I I, I enjoy it. Yeah. I, you, Angela and I, for Christ's sake, watched Sonic last night, and we both <laughs> went. Yeah, yeah, we enjoyed that. It was, it was the, good. the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was great. It? 
It was Actually, adorable. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna bullshit for the sake of the <laughs> audience. Like, no, I thought that movie was awesome, and it was so much better than it had any right to be. It's a fucking Sonic movie. <laughs> All right, I'm glad. I'm not. I'm not ashamed <laughs> anymore. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, and like, it, it wasn't as good as Detective Pikachu, but Ryan. But Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Make, so, if you know. Ryan Reynolds was the voice of Sonic, completely different movie, ten yeah, times better. Instead of John Ralphio, who I like. <laughs> I like that actor. He does good work. On Parks and Rec, he does good work on DuckTales. He did good work in um, fucking Sonic. Yeah. Um, Anywho, yeah, sorry. See, so I, I watched the trailer, right? And and like you, it's a Batman movie. Like, yes, I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thoroughly underwhelmed by it. I, ha- I, have, I have a lot of concerns with okay. this movie. Well, and the, is it your uh, comic book concerns or is it movie concerns? Because there's there's two there's a big difference there. You're because, right. Like I I don't go into comic book movies looking as a comic book fan. I go in looking at movie. I don't sure. put the two together Absolutely. because if you try to, you're always going to be disappointed because the like this is that unless it's a Marvel it. movie, and then I'm not disappointed it's, at but all. But they're still completely different things. They are. They and are. I, but they still feel. They're still great movies. Comic booky to me. Right, but there's still I, better Avengers stories than the ones that we got on the screen. Oh, that's yeah, what absolutely. I'm saying. That's my absolutely. point. So, I, I do not disagree. The 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 director of um the of Batman. this movie of the Batman. <laughs> I, I just I can't, can't say the Batman because that was the name of the that, cartoon that, that I thought was terrible. Uh, that's okay. I can maybe Did so you watch one or that two, one? Uh, maybe two episodes, and then the Joker was straight jacketed yeah, and too much. The, and like, the weird dreadlocks and all that yeah, shit. Like I, I just didn't care for it. Okay, um, that's fine. So, but the the director uh, is a guy named Matt Reeves. Okay, and he is best known for uh, for Cloverfield, and then Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for the Planet of the Apes. So um, he is known as a shitty director. See, I I would disagree. I really like those films. Really, that part, yeah. I I fucking love Cloverfield. You do not like was... the reveal. You don't like your, have your bad guy revealed to you. Is no, that I, I'm uh, no, I'm I'm totally fine with it. Okay. I liked it. <laughs> All I right. like Cloverfield. Yeah, I, I I was into it. All right. Um, and I really don't like found footage movies. I hate either. found footage movies. They yeah, literally I, make me sick. <laughs> they, they me too. Usually, but like Cloverfield and As Above, So Below are the only two that I really, like, truly, honestly enjoy. And As Above, So Below is fantastic. Oh, my God, that movie's so Was that full found footage? Uh, Most of it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that movie's fucking outstanding. Oh, my God. That's another right, podcast. Two hours on one. two hours on this. Let's go. <laughs> Switch. No. Um, so, so, like, I'm excited about that part. Um, I have no issues with Robert Pattinson being... Batman Bruce Wayne. Nope. Um, that dude is a fucking hell of an actor. He is a fantastic did- actor that has been shoehorned into Sparkly Vampire, and I jokingly say it. Like, I've yeah, seen him in other sure. roles. Even in as Sparkly Vampire, he was a good Sparkly Vampire. He was. Like, I, I, I happen to not care for those movies or those Big that fan of the story. books, though? Oh. Uh, no, no, I, try, I tried. Um, yeah, I tried I, I, because I, it was like all right, this is the biggest thing in the world. Let me check it out and see what I'm, you know, what's going on. Nine and gajillion was, people can't be wrong. Yeah, and uh, they were. Apparently all they of are. them were. <laughs> Every single person was. Um, but he's in that movie that came out last year, The Lighthouse, him mm-hmm. and Willem Dafoe. 
Okay. And like, Oof. oh my god, it's just the two of them, and it's black. It's the artiest fucking movie ever. <laughs> but he is it's the just, most pretentious movie ever made. Uh, it it really might be. <laughs> like, <laughs> it really very well might be. But he is outstanding in that movie. Like he is a good fucking actor. Yeah. So I'm all in for that. I think what has me worried is that right from jump. Right, because we're we're rebooting. Like, it, no matter we're we're going to talk about what they mentioned. The other thing they mentioned with the new Flash movie too. Ooh. We'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are rebooting the Batman continuity once again in the DC Cinematic Universe, and in doing so, in this first movie, they have Catwoman, the Riddler, and the Penguin, definitely with rumors of other villains should that's too it's too much too much that was too much that was the that okay and that's the fault of the 89 batman series the tim burton batman because the first batman movie was fantastic uh well the second technically um actually third or fourth if you count like the 56 versions but (laughs) 89 i I adore batman 89 and that the first one is fantastic one hero, one villain, duking it out for an hour and a half to two and a half hours. Whatever. Good. But they they felt the necessity to one-up that. So the only way they figured out how to do that was to one-up the amount of villainy. Hey, one villain was great. You like you know that, that amazing villain that you had in the first one? Yeah. It had nothing to do with the actor. had nothing to do with the storyline. had nothing to do with it. It was the quantity of villain. It was just the number the of villains. The number of villains. So we're going to double that. And go. And you gave me a weird, needy version of Catwoman and the most grotesque version of Penguin I've ever seen. But okay. Now but what are you going to do? it was still good. Now what I I like that movie. Yes, I, but that's problems. where it starts. Yeah, the Batman always has to have multiple villains. Then all comic book movies have to have multiple villains because one on one is not enough. And I, man, I just I so disagree with that formula that they oh, follow. But but you're a hundred percent right. It's a formula, and like. I mean, look at look at the Sam Raimi Spider Man trilogy, mm-hmm. man. Like, god damn it! By the time it got to the third one, there was, was like, like ninety seven villains in the movie. Wasn't what there? are we doing? There's Green Goblin <laughs> and Sandman and Venom and like. So wait, Hobgoblin, Green Goblin, because Hobgoblin and becomes and, Green Goblin. Well, no, he was having those weird flashbacks or like the, oh it, yeah, he was seeing. I haven't seen so I'm so counting long. that as two mm-hmm. villains. They had Venom, Sandman. Oh, no, Electro didn't show up in that one. So that's technically three to four villains in one yeah. Spider-Man movie. Yeah, in a, in a John Speederman Walter P. Speederman. That's, <laughs> that's too many villains. I mean, I'm just... I So I, I have my concerns from that. And then just from watching the trailer, right? Because uh, coronavirus shut down the production. Yes. So they made a trailer. Like, the movie is nowhere near being done. Mm-hmm. They have to like start shooting the rest of the movie pretty soon. They, <laughs> All they that they made have it... filmed is what they made into the trailer. That's it. That, yeah, you know, like that's three it. minutes of footage. <laughs> yeah, like they cut what they had into a trailer, and like I don't know, just the, the I don't I don't necessarily love the when we go for the brutality of Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like that the one scene in the trailer where like he he takes the guy down and then just fucking wails on him a little bit like I just I Too don't much. know I I've yeah I've never I've never been a big fan of like the br- the brutal Batman um because that's because you know the character he's that's not in his character his character is get get it done like take him out as fast and as efficiently as possible yeah it wasn't about ultra violence right so so like but if they're going for like a year or two storyline then like okay that kind of makes sense a little bit right because he's learning i like I said, I'm going to see it and I reserve like I'm going to reserve my final judgment because I I like the director. I like uh, the actors that are in this movie like Pattinson is Batman, Bruce Wayne, um Jeffrey Wright is Commissioner Gordon, so they've made mm-hmm. Gordon a, a a person of color, which is awesome. Jeffrey Wright is an yep. a, a outstanding actor. He is. That guy is good. Yes, I um, concur. Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. I like her. Uh, Not very Colin, F- Colin Farrell is uh, Penguin, is Oswald Cobblepot. Like I'm Interest- into that. Uh, that's see that to me. That's an interesting choice because with him, it's like a it's like a fifty fifty shot on what you're gonna get when that guy shows up on screen. Oh yeah, and like if he is allowed to be, like if they don't force him down the bullseye route. You know, like, because that was just, there were some, some choices were made there. Yes. Um, yeah, but, like, but, but he's so good. All right. He's such a good actor, Colin Farrell. Like, he, he is really fucking good that, uh, the, the, the last movie that came out that, uh, The Gentleman, yeah, the gangster we, flick. We, yes, where oh he's the God. boxer, where's the boxing. Uh, he's so good. Yeah. He's so good in that. And it was surprising. And like, like, he just came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, he's in here too. Oh, look at that. Yeah, <laughs> and, he, and he kills it. And fucking In Bruges is one of my like favorite films of all time. And he is acting the shit out of that movie. Like he's, re- I'm really excited about him. And fucking um, Andy Serkis is, uh, is Alfred. Okay. Like there, there's some shit like... I'm like legitimately all of the excited parts, about a lot of this. All of the parts sound good. I'm and then not, I like, saw that trailer and I was like, ugh. Mm, so. I don't know. Yeah, so I... Yeah. But again, like, they're not even halfway done shooting a movie yet, so who who knows? Like, I don't know. We'll see. So, all right, so Wonder Woman 1922, 412. <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984. 1984, okay. I saw... I, um, <laughs> Okay, go yeah, ahead. go ahead. Go, well, no, my go question, ahead. I saw this online, and it is a very valid point. If Wonder Woman is so out in 1984, why the fuck does Bruce Wayne not know who she is later on in life? Uh, DC things? Okay. <laughs> DC yeah. logic. Got it. My bad. DC logic. <laughs> um, that being said, I am so excited about that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> like it. I am over the moon excited i mean they keep saying like coming to theaters and i'm like i mean is uh, it though i'm waiting are you there <laughs> i don't yet? think it's gonna i don't because black widow's still not there so yeah you know, that's, that's also true whole... that's another black widow we're waiting on i just but, saw but when is um another suicide squad is coming out too yeah uh the they oh god they announced all the characters for that too and, and that looks ridiculous i mean I, it's james gunn man it's like, ridiculous <laughs> yes it's past it ridiculous it's gone on to donk I, it's, as long as will smith 
is nowhere near that movie because I like Will Smith. I do. But Will Smith is really good at one thing, and that is being Will Smith. Yes. And he, so was, that, whenever, he was that times two in that uh, that movie where he was fighting a younger version of himself. Yeah, Genesis Man? Gemini Man. Gemini Man. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is awesome. Like, give me uh, more of that. Give me Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies I've seen in the last 10 years. That movie was <laughs> fucking outstanding. I, I adore the Bad Boys films. But his dead shot... Mm. No, because uh, he was just Will Smith. It was like, why is Will Smith fighting Batman? Like, go back to Bel Air, dude. Like, because that's what he's that's what he does, and he's great at what he does. But anyway, anyway. So, <clears throat> so, so Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman eighty four, Kristen Wiig as Cheetah, yeah, is like I'm calling it, man. Like, it's gonna be a fucking revelation, <laughs> dude. I I I'm gonna go so far. As to put Kristen Wiig as Cheetah on the level of what everybody else thinks about Heath Ledger as Joker. Not what I think. Wow, you don't like that? Really? No, I did not care for it. Okay. That's a whole other podcast we can get into. We eventually will, I'm sure. Yeah. We do the all Um, movies podcast. (laughs) But the, the way everybody feels about Heath Ledger as Joker, I think is the type of performance that we are in for with Kristen Wiig in this movie. I I believe in it, and I I don't have a reason why. (laughs) We're going to just go with instinct or your gut is telling you. That's fine. Yeah. We'll we'll run with that. I mean, what did you think, right? Because, like... You liked the first Wonder Woman. I movie, did, right? I like, and and we're totally surprised by it. Very much so. But me it, too. I mean, I was surprised, but not like I knew like the 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 caliber of story was there. Like it, it was just it just needed to be done, and I was surprised that they did it. How's that? Yeah. Okay. That 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 seems fair. Um. Now I looking mean, at based on their track record, it yeah. was shocking. It was, that, that's the shocking yeah. part. Um. Looking, there are certain aspects aspects of this that i'm eh, i don't know like why is she dressed like hawk woman why like what why is it 1984 what like how did he come back he died like there is things in my brain that make me go all right i'm just gonna watch for the pretty colors like let's let's make this trailer (laughs) just about colors and then wait till the movie comes out because if you start dissecting it beforehand you're mm-hmm. you're you you set an expectation level for a movie that you can't set an expectation. You don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they're not picking a story arc and saying, "Hey, look, this is this is Wonder Woman 1984," and I can go to a shelf and pick that up and say, "Oh, okay, that's not a thing." Yeah, no, definitely not. So it looks it looks like more Wonder Woman movie, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, the the bits. At the end of the trailer, where she is lassoing the lightning and like swinging through the sky, that's a little much. Like, oh, that's fucking nuts! <laughs> and I'm into it. I like that part. I was like, "That's fucking cool, man!" Like, All right, I did. go nuts. It's, yeah. it's a bit much. It is. I, you're not wrong. It is. I did is not know one. No, I don't care how powerful or how super your your rope is. Lassoing <laughs> lightning is not a thing. I mean, I but just, the the. The fact that they did not get the rights to ride the lightning to play during that fucking clip. Missed opportunity. Total missed. I so missed, man. Total missed opportunity. Metallica's a bunch of pricks and all, but like, they they did just have their song in the latest WWE 
NXT pay-per-view this past weekend. Oh, so. they must have got to pay a buttload for that. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Like, they like money. Well, so, yeah, I mean, duh. You know, I just... That just would have been fucking like old thrash metal Metallica and Wonder Woman. It's the 80s. She's like swinging on lightning. I don't know. All right. What what else did we get? Uh, I We ch- chatted quickly about Suicide Squad. Looks ridiculous. Looks fantastic yes. to me. Like, uh, Sure. Yeah. I'm, you know, James Gunn. James Gunn. Say no more. Su- be- before we get to the big one, the one that everybody's been waiting for, they, they did announce um, for the next Flash movie that is going to have Ezra Miller. He's coming back as Flash. Good. Uh, they. Uh, this is the movie where Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman in this Flash movie, as is Ben Affleck also coming back officially as Batman mm-hmm. in this movie because this is going to be the start, and this is what they said, not me interpreting, this is the start of the DC Cinematic Universe with Flashpoint. So they are going to bring all the disparate storylines together and solve all of their continuity. <laughs> I tried to hold in that laugh for as long as I could, dude. I'm sorry. I mean, right, try again. Go. God damn. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, God no. bless you. I yeah, hope it works because I, I, I want it to be awesome. I do. Bruce, I fucking Michael Keaton. I liked Batfleck. I don't like the kid who's playing Flash, but uh, that has nothing to do with him. I just don't like the choices that they made for that character. There, that yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm just not. I'm not. When there's a much better Flash out on this, out there's a much better character version of the Flash available. Your your version that you're saying, oh, I want to do this, has to be better than that, or at least to that level. And that that was a miss. That's nothing against Ezra. No, no. Uh, he's do he did a fine job with what he was given. I me personally, I have never read the Flash as uh quippy like that. No. Like jokey, you know, like he's not Spider-Man. Nope. You know, I the, it, the same way See, I felt like about Barry... Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern, like that doesn't feel right. <laughs> shut to up. Me. Ryan Reynolds always I, feels right. He's shut adorable. your face. I love him. You just shut your dirty <laughs> filthy mouth right now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, Whew. so right. that movie, which hasn't even been shot yet, is is the big one. But it is is going to be the the start, the, the, the tie all, the, the yeah, everything together, yeah, everything bull, in a nice bullshit. bow. It's all going to work out. The Snyder cut of Justice League. <clears throat> so the new Justice League movie, apparently, the, yes, because the that shit is, that they showed was nowhere near in the first one. None of it. Shirtless Dark Side. Um, uh, like I. So we were talking about this last night yeah, before we, <laughs> we started recording uh, Stone Age Gamer, yeah. and the like. We, that movie was so bad, the Justice League movie that nerds that we are, we could barely remember what had happened in yeah. that movie. Yes. So now to get a four-hour version, this is going to be released next year in four one-hour chunks. Because HBO. Because HBO, and I'm fine with that for the most part, except the fact that I didn't want to watch the first Justice League movie for the time that I did spend watching it when I was done. I was like, ooh, I instantly regret this decision. <laughs> I'm in the process I, of watching it and regretting it at the same time. It's amazing. Right? Like, but but four hours? 
What story was there so, for four hours? And yeah, that's the problem. Okay, so I thought about this after we, we, we stopped chatting. Yeah. The movie that they originally showed, uh, he, for what it was, it was what it was. That's it. Like, you know, it was a comic book movie that was done by a company that does not know how to make comic book movies. They know how to make dark and gritty versions of comic book movies, and they tried to mix this soup together that was just turning into stew. Like, they, they yeah. couldn't do it. But they thought they could. Good on them for trying. Now, for this thing that is coming out now to be to elude to the fact that it there was not another two hours of footage filmed to cut that they cut out to make that two hours of other movie. Do you understand? Right. It was not four hours originally made. So this is a whole nother movie that they have made. That they are going to splice into the original movie made. So they made. Let, I can't even remember how long the first. Uh, it's like two and a half hours. It, so it is a they, they filmed another. Long they filmed movie. another ninety minutes of movie, or CGI'd or whatever. Another ninety minutes of movie to splice into this other movie. Just make another movie. Yeah. You, you swung I, on the first try. You missed. Okay. You still got another two swings. Give it a try. And yeah, this is like, not the right I, way to swing. Because, because again, like we're gonna watch it, and and I I think you and I both hope that we are wrong. Yes. Hope that it is outstanding. Yes. I I don't I don't see how it's going to be just from the footage that they showed. Like shirtless dark side, you've already <laughs> lost me. Um. Yeah, but then they show you shirtless Aquaman, and you're right back in. Right? And I'm right back in, but like. <laughs> But I'm not, though, because <laughs> Tiff and I tried to watch that movie. Like, we sat down and we were like, all right, we're going to watch the fucking Jason Momoa Aquaman movie. <laughs> the dirty Aquaman movie. <laughs> we, the sexy, sexy Aquaman movie. And we no, made I'm talking it, about him. He's kind of grungy. He looks. He is slu- grungy, but like in a hot way. He okay, looks sorry. slutty. I like him. <laughs> um, 20 minutes, I think we made it before we shut it off. And like, we don't shut movies off. You know, like when we sit down to watch something, we're like, "All right, we're in this for the long haul, for better or worse." And we made sort it of like, like your marriage. And- oh, oh, damn! Sorry, <laughs> we made it like twenty minutes, and it was like, "This has to go." Like, because Jason Momoa, for all the wonderful things that he is, in my opinion, he's not, not that he gives a shit, he's not a good actor. If he's speaking English, he's not a good actor. Right? Like the the you give him some is- Dothraki, that man chews up a scene. He does, like, and he, I mean, because he just had to, like, walk around looking tough. Like, all right, cool, I believe that. And boy, does he have that on lock. He really does, man. Like, he is a a fucking intimidating dude. Mm -hmm. Like, I would never say any of this to his face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not... All right, Dan, I want to bring out our first guest. (laughs) Shit! (laughs) He's here. You know him. In studio. You know him. You hate him. <laughs> Is he at my house? I mean, actually, that's kind of awesome if you could pull that off. Not even knowing this is what we're Knocks we down the wall about. to the, what's the name of your annex? <laughs> the Jose Canseco Executive Annex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of oh, he comes the wall. In like, <laughs> is he in a Kool-Aid Man t-shirt or is he shirtless? It with He's got the jar just painted on his sculpted <laughs> chest. <laughs> Stupid, sexy Momoa. So, yeah, I mean, like, so, God, yeah, like, I looking at that trailer, it's like, dude, I don't, 
I don't really know, man. I don't I don't know what you guys are doing. I mean, like, okay. <laughs> We're going to find out because I don't give a shit who you are or who you say you are. You are going to sit down and at least you're going to watch at least an hour of it because it's going to be oh, yeah. the first episode comes out and you're going to throw 20 minutes at it. And then you're going to be like, ah, right, maybe not. Then no matter what, that second episode comes out, you're going to try again. Yeah. You're going to put forth that effort because you are a comic book fan. Because it's, it's a Justice League. I want it to be great. Yeah. yeah. I want to love it. Yeah. It's just so dark. So dark. And like I I have no problem with dark and gritty storytelling. But like at give all. me some light sometimes. I, I Not just, all I, of it can be dark. I know, like so but like some of my favorite comic books of all time are Sin City and the Crow. Like those <laughs> are fucking dark, dude. Literally, like, they're just in black and white. They're yeah, dark. <laughs> they're just dark as shit, but 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 that works for those characters. Like if you mm -hmm. put if you put Sin City and like tried to make it a comedy, it wouldn't work. You nope. know, like this I'd is. I'd love is, to see that tried. I, I, now that you've said that, I thank you for putting that out in the universe. <laughs> the only one who could make it work is Mafud, because that fucking dude can do anything. Like, <laughs> I would, I would one hundred percent be into that. But like, <laughs> you know, there, there's just like I watched that Justice League movie, and it just like we're gonna talk about All Star Superman here in mm. a minute. Mm -hmm. And the the juxtaposition between getting Superman right and getting <laughs> Superman wrong is just so stark. Yeah, it's at, you could like, and that's I'm glad that we're talking about this trailer as we're about to talk about the antithesis of this trailer. Mm. Like it, it you can't you can't make the beacon of hope dark. He that can't is, be. You can't do that. Now, yeah. Wonder Woman, you can. She is, her her morality in comics has been fluid. Sometimes she's been really rough. Sometimes she's not. So, you know, like, Batman. She's an Amazon dark. warrior goddess. Yes. Superman has always been the beacon of hope. Okay? Yes. Say, like, that's like making Captain America a, 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 a gangster. It's yeah. no no, it doesn't work that way. It it just doesn't like and no matter how hard you try, no matter how many times you you yell at me that it does, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. I don't like, care even... what his mother's name is. <laughs> <laughs> like I wonder, are they going to cut that part out? I don't know. It's so it's so singular to that movie. <laughs> like I mean, it's a, it, it's it's a a, a, a like it's a pastiche of like what <laughs> good scene should be but like but it's so iconic in, in that like what i said what did huh? you what did you say that I <laughs> i'm sorry I, come again squeeze me one more in my good ear i have super hearing but i i was just dead could you try again <sighs> super hearing is the last power to come back when you're dead. yeah that it, everybody um, knows that <laughs> everybody knows that it's in the the superman bible um yeah, man, I don't know. Well, I don't we'll know, see. Man. I, I, I mean, I know I've checked like three times to see a release date for it, and it keeps saying 2021. So yeah, I mean, I'm still I'm still waiting for the fucking Green Lantern sequel. So are you, you know. though? I am. Like, not for nothing. I I thought Ryan Reynolds did as, as good a job as he could have in that movie. Uh, it is totally not. It, it's the way that I like it, it. It it was a Guy Gardner movie. He just happened to be named Hal Jordan. <laughs> Um, and I hate Guy Gardner. 
I hate yeah, that no, character. But they, they fucking made a Guy Gardner movie. Um, cause like, it's just not held. Anyway, but the, <laughs> uh, podcast, the end of that, the end of that movie, when Sinestro turns yellow, I was like, Oh fuck, I'm so in. Cause the Sinestro core shit is like some of the coolest shit that's ever happened in comics. Like the whole, like rainbow ring war thing mm-hmm. that happened was so fucking cool. I was so excited about it. And then like, everybody and then else was like, uh, yeah. And then Deadpool. <laughs> Which, I, thank you. I love Deadpool. Thank yeah. you, Ryan Reynolds. But, like, I don't know. Let's go back and just, just pretend it never happened. Just, like, throw John Stewart in there and be like, oh, look. It was him the whole time. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 You'll never expect. Oh, Fucking, or wow. Kyle Rayner. Like, I don't know. Anyway. That was a lot of information. I didn't think we would have this much to talk about. I forgot about I this mean, stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, thankfully, because I didn't read any other comics other than um, All-Star Superman because i mean i i i have been reading like kind of off and on like if, for anybody who listens to the stone age gamer i've i've talked quite a bit about uh being in school mm-hmm. um and finishing up uh my master's degree so like that that has really killed uh most Free of time. my time to to do much of anything um i have been reading the uh the the new hulk book mm-hmm. the immortal hulk uh, that book is we we really need to spend some time and like really fucking talk about that book. Cause yeah, that, you that you, book you brought is... that up to me. I, I read I read I don't know first ten or twelve issues of it and it's it's great. Oh my god, it's just, it it's the best Hulk book I've ever read. Mm-hmm. It's certainly the best it's been um, in a very long time. I mean, I what, you, I know you're the not last... a fan of totally awesome Hulk. No, I'm really surprisingly <laughs> enough not a fan of the Amadeus Cho. Amadeus, totally Amadeus, awesome Hulk. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Um, just not not into it. Um, I really liked uh, Bruce Jones did a run like 15, 20 years ago. Um, because God, it really has been that long now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he did he did a run like, and he's a horror writer, and they. It was it was a similar kind of tone mm-hmm. um, to that, like, and I know that that book got shit on a lot when Bruce Jones was was writing it, but I I really like that. Uh, but this book is outstanding. Um, I've been reading uh, image book Faithless, the okay. uh, Brian Azzarello book. Yep, um, it's a beautiful book. It really that is that is a fucking adult comic, man. I was not, I was like, oh, Brian Azzarello, I like that dude. Hey-o. Faithless too. holy shit. I mean, and like, it's this really interesting story that they're telling, and it, the art is, is it's, gorgeous. It's simple beauty, as, as you know, I, and I am, uh, I am kind of a, an art snob, especially sure. in comics, um, but it's, it has this simplicity to it that, and it's telling all all of the visual story that it needs to and that's what like is really important to me when it comes to comic book art yeah. um so you know it's not necessarily the power of the words it's it, it to me it's always a visual medium first and foremost mm-hmm. and if i can't get on board with the artwork i'm not gonna read the words <clears throat> so see and i'm i'm the exact opposite like for me it is a i i i am I'm there for the the words first, mm-hmm. and I can I can get past really shitty artwork for the most. Part. I mean, obviously. Well, and it's not even it's not even it's, it's not like, even ugh. shitty artwork. It's 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 personal 
like I, <laughs> I've gotten into a, a multitude of discussions with my lovely fiance about sp- specific artists that I do not like or specific art style. I'm not a fan of watercolor. You okay. Know, like, because of the 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 inherent softness. Of yes, it. like it's it's a suggestion of something, and sure. that has never been for me because I grew up in the '80s and '90s of big pecs and capes, and everything had pouches, and everything was so detailed, and to the yeah. point where I saw every shell of a gun that was being fought. Like that is what I grew to know and love and the the steven platt platt of it all <laughs> the splatness of it that and i mean you're right like if you if you grew up on like 90s like especially the the birth of image right like the oh, shadow sh- hawk young blood oh, over inked, over detailed like everything was just so saturated and ridiculous mm-hmm. but but if that's what you grew up with the the refinement of that style now is great yeah you know um but yeah like i can see that for for certain things like the watercolor aspect i can see how that wouldn't work there there are certainly like we're going to talk here in a couple minutes about all-star superman and i don't like frank quietly's artwork at all i never have a person now i I never have i every I think it is ugly. Okay. I, it is. I just. It. It does not click with me. Well, thank when God it, it works, has a great fucking story. <laughs> when it works, it's great because the the movement and the framing and all of the technical aspects of the art I can really appreciate. Gotcha. So, like you know, even if even if it's an artist that I really don't love i can get behind that part but like in my mind gary frank should fucking draw everything so i mean take that for what it is okay but you know like i fucking i love gary frank you know i like i think okay um, midnight suns yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. or not midnight suns uh midnight nation um the image book he he he's done he did batman year one um He's done a fucking million books. Like yeah. he's he's been all over. I, he he's very like because I grew up in the eighties nineties comic style too. I gravitated more towards um towards like Mark Bagley and Ramita Junior at that point <sighs> over like and you hate Ramita, don't you? Like I that, am not a fan. Yeah, I get I get and and like I see Ramita's artwork and I'm like, yep, that's not for everybody. Um, <laughs> You know, and like, it's and it's funny because like it's it's a it's a conversation I've had a multitude of times where I go, all right, here's my point. If you were to take everybody out of their costumes, they all look the same, and that's not 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 every woman should have a a, a chiseled chin. I'm sorry, not yeah, women are I, not square jawed. So yeah, but, I, hey, and Gary I, Frank I has disagree. drawn some of the best Superman artwork out there. Yeah, Gary Frank has done some of the most amazing Superman work that's out there. Some of the most amazing Batman stuff. The, he did the a run on. Didn't he do done. a couple of covers for Shazam? Also, if I'm not I listening. think so. Yeah, he's been with DC for a while. He was with Marvel before that, and like, you know. But I mean, because my my art style, like, I tend to jump all over the place. Because as much as I love Gary Frank, I love David Aha. You know, when he was doing the the Iron Fist book with Fraction, like that. Oh, was, yeah. Fuck, this is outstanding. As much as I love, like, Michael Lark and Mark Bagley and, like, you know, all of these 
creators that and, we're not and, actually and that's talking the, about this that's week. The, see, like that's the great thing about this medium is that there's so many options like it's there's something out there for everyone and i just want to touch real quick the only thing that i've been keeping up and i'm just one behind is the avengers um run that empire? they're doing right they're, that they're doing right now with the, the uh, empire thing no the age of khonshu Oh, where okay. Moon Knight kicks the ever living shit out of everybody. That one, <laughs> because Moon Knight. I haven't Knight... read any of that yet. <laughs> okay, so in the first issue, he ta- if I'm not mistaken, he takes down Doctor Strange, Thor, Black Panther. Like it, it was. I yes, I am a fan of Moon Knight. I can't. I this is the book I want to see. I can't believe it. I don't believe it. Like you're but stretching it, it way too far. But I'm glad I'm seeing it. Does that make sense? <laughs> it does. Okay. I fuck. I love Moon Knight too, man. I, you know me. I am. I am 100 percent on board. Um, real. I know we've had this conversation before, but who is your who is your pick for Moon Knight on the TV show? Uh, you know, see, my it it has varied greatly. Um, you you said one the other day, and I was like, yeah, I I can I can believe that. Um, oh my god. I uh, he he was it was a a bold choice the kid that was in holes fuck yeah Shia LaBeouf Shia LaBeouf yeah. yes because he that, was just in that that movie where he was playing his f- it was a, funny I guess, boy yeah and like he got he's got some acting chops he does uh, dude that that kid is fucking uh, he, kid he's our age he is our um, age <laughs> <laughs> that dude is insanely talented and is. At this point, I think the only person that can play Moon Knight effectively. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I, it's another thing that I'm waiting to see. I, 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 I've been ta- teased and taunted before. When yeah, it shows up yeah. on my screen, I will be over the moon. But up until you've, then, uh, you, you've seen Hamilton, correct? Yes. I have. Okay. The actor that plays uh, John Lawrence and then oh, uh, Hamilton's son? Yes. Okay. Okay? Yes. That dude better be cast as Gambit. Okay. That's the dude I want. Is I want a a Creole, Cajun, like, thief yeah. Gambit to, in the movie. What was the last Gambit we saw? It was in a bad X-Men movie, I feel. Was it? Has Gambit even been in an X Men movie? I don't even know that he has. Made he was, it there was yet. a there was a fight scene in a alley. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, fuck, it was. Um, it was in one of the Wolverine movies. <laughs> was it Wolverine? The, it was the dude who played. Uh, who was in John Carpenter? <laughs> fuck, Taylor something. All right, all right, it's gone now. It's completely Taylor gone. Taylor Hirsch. Sure. That's Say confidently. Is. Go. Taylor Hirsch. That's <laughs> there who it, it is. I believe you. Remember, no, I will... co- microphones are in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could look it up, but I'm not going to. No. Um, yeah, I could be so off on that, but yeah, it was in uh, it was in one of the Wolverine movies, I think. <laughs> I forget which one it was. Anyway, yeah, the the dude who plays uh, John Lawrence and uh, Philip uh, Philip Hamilton. Okay, um, I, bu- I, I buy think that. Should a hundred percent be Gambit. He would be awesome. Also, Taylor, Justice- Taylor Kitsch. Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch. That was pretty fucking close with yeah, you Taylor were. Hirsch. You were, I don't know who Taylor Hirsch is. I don't know, I'm but gonna, made apparently you wanted to play Gambit. So I do. Um, there was real quick. This will be the last thing before we talk about All Star Superman. Right. Somebody online said that everything it, sucks. It, Wait, no. I'm if sorry. you if you see whenever some other character 
in Hamilton says Alexander, it doesn't work if it, they say Alexander Hamilton. But whenever they just say Al- Alexander, like when George Washington says, go home, Alexander. Okay. If you replace in your mind Alexander with Adam Sandler, it's way funny. <laughs> Go home, Adam Sandler. That's a message from your, that's an order from your commander. It's very funny. Uh, I do stuff. it out loud now when Tiff watches it. She is not a fan. Uh, how are you still married? <laughs> like when, when Angelica sings her song, yes. when I fantasize at night, it's Adam Sandler's eyes. <laughs> So funny. Uh, oh, oh, God damn it. Anyway. All right. All right. Let's let's pause for a second so I could fit in the commercials because we have been <laughs> recording now for an hour. For an hour. Yeah. Uh, now we'll do 15 minutes on All-Star Superman and call it It's a, a good night. book. Talk to you next month. <laughs> Click. <laughs> eh, 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 eh. All right. Just stay with us through the break. We're going to talk. Just listen to the commercials and we'll be right back. Are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now? Of course you are. But did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek-related goodness? Geekade.com is your one-stop shop for fresh original content no matter what your geek is. Each week you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade. What's your geek? Geekade is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekade.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, Geekade is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. Once again, that's mail at geekade.com. Send your ad in today. All right, and we're back. We are back. We are back. We are back. Okay, let's get to the feature topic. All right, Dan, I made you, I know, forcibly read All-Star yes. Superman. I know I, you fought it tooth and nail. Um, so back in the day when I worked at a comic shop, which we'll go, uh, we'll go nameless because, you know, reasons. Um, whenever <laughs> anybody... I didn't work there. I had two rules. One, there w- there's always something in a comic shop for everybody, no matter who you are. I can find you something. And if someone asked me, what book should I read? This was always my first pick. And you weren't wrong. And and it was, it was, I didn't care who you were. Like, I didn't care what you came in for. I didn't care what books you had in your hand at that point. I would hand you the trade of all-star Superman. Um, I have tried, um, you know, 
many times to to find out the the perfect way to describe this book, and it is Superman's bucket list. That's how that's how yeah. that's how I do it because it is it's the final chap as well. It's the final twelve chapters of the Superman, the alleged twelve chapter last twelve chapters of Superman's story. Out of continuity, completely not you know not part of anything except it should it when you know when comic books come to an end they should say hey we printed this you know 4000 years ago <laughs> superman is now over here's the last story and just put it in there and just be done with and it and just and just call it a day because i mean this is it, it it's perfect it's it and it's a perfect book and I, you know, like you and I just started discussing, you know, art style is, you know, it depends on who you are, what you like. I love Frank Quietly artwork. I, and I don't know why. I think it's because of the more, like, more realistic. I mean, there are wrinkles and things and, and Superman is, is, is a bigger fella, but he doesn't seem like ultra, but he just seems like a, a farm-bred boy in this book. He, he seems like a brick shit house. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like it, it, you're right. Like he is not the chiseled, you know, twelve pack showing through the spandex, uh, you know, whatever. Like he is, he is a big oafish, a uh, larger than life. Like what, what you would imagine in your mind a Superman is. Right. Yeah. Is, is what Frank quietly drew. Um, written by Grant Morrison, art by Frank Quietly. Um, this this story starts with the downfall of, uh, of the beginning of the end for Superman because the he gets super radiated by solar uh, solar radiation. He goes up to save uh, Prod, what is it, Project Janus? Yeah, to or just Project. Is it just project? I feel like for yeah. some reason it's just project. Lex yeah, it's the, sets the... into motion this horrible event that Superman has to stop and 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 thwart you know Lex Luthor once again, and he does. Of course he does. But of in the process, his solar batteries get overcharged and he starts to break down. So for the next stories, the next twelve issues, it is him wrapping up his life. Um, I mean the hits, the, the the real quick topics. Issue one, Superman, in essence, does something that will end up killing him. Issue two is Superman telling the woman he loves his secret. Issue three is him giving her the ability to live life as him for a day. Um, issue four. Hold on, I gotta look at the cover. Oh, this is where um, the Jimmy issue. Jimmy, they played Jimmy so well in this book. Um, they do. They do. They the, really the, do. The black kryptonite version, the evil Superman. Um, which A I, callback to Superman 3, the movie. <laughs> yeah. A la that, Superman 3. Um, oh, I fucking love that scene, too. Yeah, yeah, dirty it, Superman yes. fucking rip, pulls open the shirt, and it's bright, clean blue in the fucking shield. Mark, oh, my God. I mark out for that. Still... To this day, I've got fucking douche chills on my arms just thinking about that moment. 
Issue five, Clark goes to uh, interview Lex, where Lex brings him up to speed on everything that he has done. And the best printed version of Lex Luthor, um, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Also, if not the best Lex Luthor. Yeah. Um, yeah. There have been some you know movie and and television versions of lex that have been fantastic and i you know i just went on you know a, a, an hour and a half rant about uh smallville where rosenbaum plays the best on-screen version of lex this is the best version of lex the i um, i do really like hackman though but he is see but that's the thing like he is hacky lex <gasps> Luthor, well that's why you have to say his name i know hackman. i know i know i know i love him um the greatest criminal mind the world has ever seen. <laughs> and and this version of Lex is, is just shy of that, but there is it, like there, you there's a power behind see it. this version yelling, Miss Tesbucker. <laughs> um issue six, if I'm not mistaken, is the the replay of the death of his father? Yes. Uh, the uh the fucking um Superman uh, from the future. Yes, so, and the like the chron the chronovore. Yes, the chronovore. Like that that the other thing about this book, if you haven't read this book, is that this is Superman at his most science fiction, and at, at on top of that, at his most powerful as well. Yes. So we got to so, remember that because these things that yeah. he's battling are way off way off the charts. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is this is not like. I love Metallo, but like this isn't Metallo. <laughs> no, like this, this is, is crazy. And this, like, this is the Superman I really like. I really like when we remember that, like, he's not actually from Kansas. No. Um, he's an alien. Yes. You know, this is a sci fi story at its heart. <sighs> uh, issue seven Bizarro Superman makes an appearance. I. Uh, he ends up in issue eight in the Cube Earth, which is the Bizarro earth um issue nine he comes back but there are two other kryptonians around yes issue 10 is ooh, hold on because i gotta look I, that's one of my all-time favorite images is the cover and it always distracts me is that you know that him holding the the, the glowing he's got the whole world in his oh, hands yeah uh, oh the, the last will and cover. testament oh yeah cheesy crazy um him trying to figure out what his last because he has these 12 um feats that he he's supposed to complete before he is done um and also at the same time he's doing the little things like saving a girl who is thinking about jumping off of a building and committing suicide like there's oh, God, that fucking that scene gets me every time i'm looking i'm just looking at the pictures right now and i just gotta chill um it's it's the more human side of of Superman trying to figure out what he needs to do the things that he needs to do because he knows it's it's the end he figures out what's to do with the, the bottled city of Kandor um, which he's been spending so much time trying to figure out how to reverse and he's like I I can't do it I don't have enough time I can't figure it out let's let's give them a new home and he's you know I think he sets him up on like a Mars like planet and they do it well and he and he takes the one the team the the scientists to the to and the, shrinks them down even further to be like microscopic surgeons and shit oh my like, god beautiful it's fucking inner space but like on a totally insane level the whole 
the whole through line of the story i don't i think it started at the beginning he, he tries to figure out what earth would be like if he was never around like what would the world be without superman and there's that that bits and pieces that they keep talking about because he sets he sets this in essence an experiment going and he just lets it play from like the beginning of the creation of man and he just lets it run and then like at the end of this issue is when they show uh Siegel well you're assuming it's Siegel and Schuster you know right draw drawing the original <laughs> superman and oh, just so good and throughout this entirety um Lois is it has the information now that he is going to die like the project told her that this is what has happened he is overcharged his body is breaking down you're going to lose him and he didn't tell her so like he's trying to he's trying to make things better before he goes um issue 11 is the Okay, so throughout this whole story, Lex is incarcerated, being sent to to, to the chair. In issue eleven, uh, he gets the chair, um, <laughs> but somehow he, I, you know, what always bothered me about this, he took. Okay, so Superman created a potion, if you will, for Lois to take to get that gave her his powers for twenty four hours, gave her the ability to be Superwoman for twenty four hours, right. um, and then he, Lex created the same thing somehow in prison and he took it he's the greatest criminal mind the world has ever seen (laughs) so they like he becomes superman and he breaks out of prison it's blah 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 the what that leads to is the battle between superman and a super lex luthor um Every bit Superman's equal. Yeah, at this point. And he knows, like, they both know what they... Okay, so Superman knows that he's like on he's on the downward slope of his power scale. And Lex knows, I haven't, I haven't mastered all of this stuff yet. I could, but I know that if I go up against him right now, I'm going to fail. So I'm not going to go directly at him. Um, what Lex does is he... <sighs> I guess involves a, 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 a solar monster, and what it is—it's a sun eater, uh, or no? It's a compute, a solar computer that is going to take the place of Earth's sun. Uh, it's called the Tyrant Sun. Now, a throwaway part of this storyline, like halfway through, is Superman has a pet sun eater in his fortress of solitude and he has to find a way to get rid of it before he dies because if it's left there it's gonna it'll uh, eat the sun it'll eat the sun so which is bad yeah that's not a good that's not a good thing no (laughs) that's a bad thing but superman and his super robots they go out to fight the tyrant sun and like he's sort of losing and all the robots are dying and then the sun eater shows up and like and it, saves the day it in essence does save the day but it, it at the same time sacrifices its life to help say to help superman because you know superman sort of saved him and saved you know just did right by him um superman in turn 
finishes off the tyrant sun, but leaves it still alive for rehabilitation because in the future it is known that the tyrant sun will take the place of the sun so that the earth can survive because eventually the sun will the earth sun will right extinguish um before all that fight happens the tyrant sun did something to earth's sun which turned it blue <laughs> which is which cool. is not the color the sun is supposed to be it's cool though blue sun it is cool all black light posters went crazy <laughs> everybody was like fuck it's happening <laughs> yeah, it's- um but after that battle it is that he's done. He can't. He has no more power left. He makes his way to the Daily Planet as Clark, and falls dead, revealing the final story that he has penned, which is the death of Superman. At that point, Superlex shows up to reign supreme, um, and in issue twelve, they show a view of super heaven or kryptonian heaven because power or or energy cannot never be destroyed it just can be changed so that it it like they have grasped the concept of what or the what the actual afterlife is and they give him a choice even though it is for a, a fleeting time span to go back and do what he needs to do because he knows that if left to his own devices lex will keep taking that potion and destroy the earth um some of the most beautiful imagery i've seen it was just gorgeous um he comes back he starts to fight super lex and they don't go hand-to-hand combat because superman's too weak and and lex won't won't get into that battle superman pulls out a gun because in the fortress of solitude he's 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 (laughs) taken some of the most powerful and dangerous weapons out of the hands of the enemy and and just stored them and he fights him with a gravity gun and he which is awesome great idea uh he just continuously shoots lex he increases the 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 gravitational pull on lex so he has to he in essence burns through the potion but while he's doing that it's 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 super enhancing him because he has to keep fighting harder and harder to keep afloat and he starts seeing everything. His brain, his super brain is processing everything. The makeup of the atom. He can super see brain. waves. It's he can <laughs> he can see the beauty of everything. And that's when he changes. Cracks. He's yeah, like, like he starts he starts to see the world as Superman does. And that and that was that was like the the the, the problem that he had with Superman is I, we can't trust him because at any moment he could he could rule this world. Like he is an right. alien, he's an outsider. What makes me believe that he will not do that? And then he sees what Superman sees and he gets it. It it really does become this this really beautiful story about perspective. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like cuz it it's one of those things, right? It's I, I man, I saw this Somebody wrote an article online the other day, and I, I and I thought it captured it so beautifully. And it like, it it's similar to what Grant Morrison was speaking to here, but it was like, you know, an astronaut goes up to 
to the space station, mm -hmm. right? And in the history of the world, there have been how many astronauts, right? Like a handful, right. comparatively speaking, to the rest of the world. And when they talk about the way that they see the Earth, it is a perspective that is unique to them, and we have to take their word for it, right? And they speak about... When you hear astronauts speak about being up there and viewing the Earth in the way that they do, they speak about it with, with such poetry and reverence awe. that, you know, like, and awe, yeah. Like, so it's just this really incredibly unique perspective. And, like, in the way this article was couched was um, in a way of, like, you know, if you're ever feeling bad about yourself and, you know, somebody tells you that they love you or they appreciate you and you're like, how could you? I'm this, I'm that, whatever. For, for those who, uh, among us who ever feel bad, it's similar in the same way that an astronaut views the Earth, of just because you can't see it that way doesn't make it not the way that somebody else sees mm -hmm. it, right? And, and, and that's such a beautiful message, right? And, and what Morrison does here, and he's so fucking smart, that guy. Like, <laughs> it just upsets you. <laughs> oh my God, it really does. Like, he... There's, there's, there's layers to what that guy can do when he writes. And there's some comic book writers that are just really good. Like, you just told a really cool story, mm -hmm. you know? But then there are other writers where there there is something much, much deeper uh, than the surface level. And those, those moments of realization that Lex has towards the end of that book, that when everything snaps into focus for him, and like, oh my God, this is the way he sees us every day. It really drives home the the alien story, the immigrant story that is Superman versus the 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 story of perspective that we don't have and like and hopefulness, right? Like that's because like we were saying earlier, that's ultimately the thing about Superman that is so great is that he sees the human race as what we could be in a very like Doctor Who kind of mm -hmm. way, right? Like right. He sees the potential in people, like even with all the bad, even with all the shit, he sees what can happen. And when when that story of Superman is told and told well, like it is here, it's among the most beautiful and moving things that comic books have to offer. Yeah, I, and and it's so that beautifully told story is shown visually in it that the page that I'm looking at currently it's it's a five panel spread of the the moment where Lex realizes and it's you know two panels at the top and then three long ways panels mm -hmm. below and it in the middle of the page it's Lex and it doesn't even matter what he's saying it's just the look on his face that he he's he's got tears in his eyes he's reaching for his it's a beautiful image and he he's like it's this is how he sees all the time every day like it's all just us in here together like that's yeah fucking beautiful it is and this is it, a silly comic book this is a beautiful sentiment coming out of a medium that should not make me cry <laughs> okay. but it does it does and i i found it especially poignant um going back and rereading it now versus this book came out in like 2006 or 2007 mm -hmm. right like somewhere so, around yeah, there it's, yeah i yeah. i can actually, so uh i can actually look at the go ahead i'll look at the, the, uh, the uh, a much much different world 
than the world we f- we find ourselves in now. No matter no matter where you come down on the sides of the issues that we see in the world right now, there is no denying the fact that tensions are high, <laughs> to put it Mildly. as nicely as possible, <laughs> right? Like we we are at levels of strife that we have not seen you know since the 60s and before that since the 40s and before that going back to you know uh, the civil war and things like that like we are we are at this this moment like we we have throughout you know world history these inflection points mm-hmm. where th- th- things change right like these are these are again to make a doctor who reference these are those fixed moments in time right. like we can't Something is going to happen that fundamentally changes course one way or another. And reading this book now, in light of everything that's going on versus what was going on, you know, 15 years ago or whatever, when this 2006, book came out. 2006, just to... Yeah, okay, so 14 years ago. Like, it it just, it hit me very, very differently than it did originally. Because, like I said, like, when I first read this book, I was like, it was pretty cool. I wish Gary Frank drew it. You know, like, like <laughs> yeah, that was but, my... <laughs> and this story, you read it 15 years from now, it will... It's going to be the same story, but it's, this is right. one of those stories that your life changes for you. You, you yeah, get to like see it, it in a different... in a different shade as you go... as you grow up. And yeah. that's what makes a truly, truly good story. And, you know, to say that it is perfect is 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 a stretch you know there are aspects of it you know some of them are silly like you know one of his feats that he has to fight is uh, atlas and samson samson and yeah. like that was kind of a throwaway story but i get it and the reason they've told that story is because superman had to answer the unanswerable question when the un no when the unstoppable force meets the immovable object what happens and the answer is they yield, they yield. or they, they submit. Yeah, like, they yield. That, this, like, that, that's that's great. Like that bit at the end was great. That like this weird sort of, you know, men fighting over Lois kind of thing. Like that just felt oddly out of place. Um, but still, it was done beautifully. It but, was. Uh, I really like. I I legitimately. Grant Morrison is such a good writer. He writes the Bizarro world so well that I hate it. <laughs> like I don't want to read it. Yeah, because it's just it's so effective. Yes. Like yeah. I just, you, I just you want to read it over and over again to see if there is some sort of coded language in there. How yeah, he says no, no it, when he says no. <laughs> oh God, it's fucking infuriating how good it is. <laughs> so like, and, and the Jimmy Olsen being becoming Doomsday for a minute for like, a mi- that just a hot minute to stop him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it's fucking crazy and like. Like you said, there, there's just every element of this story works well, so I mean, like, perfectly together. So him getting to see his father before he died again. Right. Um, Him being trapped in the... Twice. Ca- twice. His yes. adopted father and his real father, father. in the... Being yeah. trapped on the cubed earth with the... I don't know. I can't, I can't even remember the name of the 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 non Bizarro Zabaro. That's it. Like yeah. the pizza joint. It, like the yeah. It always fucking cracked me up. Like when, <laughs> when I read it fourteen years, I was like, oh, it's like Sabaro's pizza. That which is a fucking East Coast joke, but whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Topical. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. That that character should not have been as poignant as it and was affecting. Yeah, <laughs> like that's not. It, it, he is a smart 
bizarro Superman, and that is crazy. <laughs> and he's the only one. <laughs> like, th- and that was the point of the story that you know later on in some like he gave him poetry in that episode in that issue, and then I don't I want to say it was like three issues later. One of the robots said, yeah, I, I laminated this in that super laminator that you told me to uh, because you wanted it protected. And it was that dude poetry. Like, yeah, why? Why are you pulling on those heartstrings like that? Why? Oh. And it, like and oh. that's one of the wonderful things about this, too. Like Grant Morrison, Grant Morrison is, I, in my opinion, is not always great. He's he's great more than he isn't. He has a, he has a very good great, batting average. Yeah, his level of great <laughs> is so far above everybody else's. Like when he is great, it is it it is what is, the definition of great is. Yeah, like it, Hall of Fame. Yes, you know, like wow, that's two I, sports references. Got to stop because I, I didn't know what batting what average meant. I just bullshit my way through that one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we really use OPS plus now, but like that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Batting average just not a really good statistic on how well a person. Okay, good. Anyway. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> well, because no, I won't get into it. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, he's just he's all time. Like when he is on, there, they're just yeah, there's just nobody better. Right, I agree, one hundred. And and then like they're just like isn't. I said. The art does this for me. Like, I like this art style. And then on top of that, to get this, like, I first picked this up because I liked the way, actually, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't get it when it first came out. I got it. I picked it up after issue 10 released because the cover of the original All-Star Superman issue 10 is Superman holding, well, cradling the earth. Okay. And that imagery has stuck with me. Like, that is one of my favorite favorite pieces of artwork ever it's stunning and that led me down that path to hey there's only 10 of these i can pick this up and then i found out it was out of continuity i'm like oh i love i like out of continuity stories i prefer single maybe two issue story arcs i don't need to read 17 different books to get one storyline like that yeah no i i'm Kevin Smith did a, a a podcast a while ago, and um, you know, eventually he's going to do this one. But eventually, yeah. He he was talking about like how he would prefer, and and I might be misremembering this, but I don't think I think it was on Fat Man on Batman or something like that when he was back in the early days of mm-hmm. that podcast when it was like interviews and shit. Right. And he said, um, you know, if he if he had his way. Um, comic books would start over every year. Like, you get 12 issues to tell your story. Yeah. And if that means you tell, you know, three, four-issue stories or six, two-issue stories or whatever, like, at the end, when you get to issue, you know, when you get to December, you start over again in January. And it doesn't you don't have to, like, erase what happened before. Like, that doesn't have to be a thing. But what I'm tired of... In, especially nowadays, it just this tired me out back when we did fucking Paper Cuts version one was yeah. the events. Everything uh, yeah, was an event. It, I had to read four different titles yeah. to get one Iron Man story. No, don't do that I, and to it, me. It's really like what, what pushed me towards like towards independent books. Yeah. For for still, I mean to to this day, like I still prefer independent comics you know as as independent as images and whatnot at this point but you know i still prefer those those books to like the main the main two because you're right like it's just 
every single thing is an event, and some of those events are really cool. The the stuff that Donny Cates was doing mm-hmm. last year with with Carnage and Spider Man, like and all the weird Venom stuff, like oh that's really great. But like it starts to infect like everything else, and it's I. I, I, I'm an adult. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't got. Have, I got other things that I need. I to do. I got shit. I gotta do. This is the thing you know? that I want to do. But you know, <laughs> you know. Whereas with this Superman story, like this is this. It is what it is. It doesn't matter. Like, and Superman really does work. In my opinion, I think Superman has always worked better in those like out of continuity stories because he, as a character in the regular DC universe, like. If there if there's ever a villain that you need to call Superman for, you don't need anybody else. Right. Like and we've hit a uh, we've hit a power level where now it's silly that Batman's here. <laughs> that I was ha- you know earlier today, as I told you, I recorded another podcast about Smallville, and right. I am doing an episode by episode recap with my buddy, and I brought up the topic of the fact that no Superman video game has succeeded. Because there's, you cannot have a villain or a bad guy that Superman can't beat. Right. The only one that came close was, I can't even remember what Superman video game it was, but his power, his health bar was Metropolis. The it more was the th- Superman Returns game made by EA. That was the closest yep. thing to making sense for a Superman game. And you're, I, you're you're absolutely right. I am partial to the Taito arcade Superman game just because I really like it as a beat 'em up. Right. But for the most part, that but that's not yeah. Superman. That's no, a beat 'em up not. because you know. <laughs> but yeah, like not any, everybody has kryptonite, or you know. <laughs> yeah, like I've I've just I've never been a big fan of like Justice League or like Legion or anything when Superman is involved as part of the team, because once Superman shows up, like we're kind of done here. The Flash can run fast. Like, I get it, and I love the Flash, and, you know, like, I will will die on the hill that Jeff John's Flash run is one of the greatest runs Mm -hmm. in all of comic books ever. But, like, uh, I mean, really? Like, it just just doesn't work. For me, it never has. That goes to speaking of the the, the the Death of Superman story arc, where there was a villain that was bad enough to beat Superman, and we know this because that villain went through every other fucking DC title out there and beat the ever-living shit out of them. Yeah. Like, straight through, up until Felt the real very bad end. for Booster Gold. <laughs> the <laughs> very end, when, they, when Superman had to step in and he finally was able to... Uh, well, I shouldn't say able to. He had to unleash. That was that was always a, a fear of Superman is having to let go completely because right. he doesn't know what his end limit is. And in this, in, in All Star Superman, he's actually tested that. Like he's put to the the limits of what he can and cannot do. Um, which at the end, which I have to, we have to talk about the the tyrant sun damages Earth's sun, turns it blue, and. Superman's final feat is to fix that, okay? And he fixes that. He says goodbye to Lois, his love, okay? And as he is saying goodbye, you could see that his his cells are breaking down. He is turning into solar energy. 
Which is such a cool visual. It's so beautiful. And he says his goodbyes and he shoots up to the sun because the sun has, in essence, gone out and he turns into solar energy to power the sun. And it is a, a beautiful, like, right up there with uh, what the, uh, what's the, 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 the man, this something man, the, <laughs> it's, the, it's the, the, um, Da Vinci, Vitruvian, the Vitruvian, the Vitruvian man. Yes. That imagery. It reminds yes. me of that because he's standing there and he's pulling a crank and there's cogs and whatnot. Like it was beautifully done. And it like he is now the battery that is powering the machine that is the sun. There is a goodbye. So cool. There is a beautiful Superman is dead. Um, Lois then is sitting there and she has a conversation with uh, pretty sure it was Jimmy. And she says, yeah, he, he may he may be gone. He's not he's not gone forever. Because I know as soon as he figures out how to fix the sun, he's coming back. And that's what he's doing now. He's trying to fix the sun. And like that. Okay. So that hope that she is holding on to is, is the hope that Superman, the character of Superman has instilled in her. And that's, that's a beautiful wrap up. That's a beautiful, that's a fucking perfect bow it on is. this story. It, it just, it ties it together so perfectly. It, it it's just it's fucking flawless man it it really is flawless it is it is it it, it is the best superman story ever written yes that i is waffle of- between whether or not it's my favorite superman story ever written but i i will concede that it is the best yes i i, I appreciate I, I waffle that. between you. this and <laughs> Uh, Superman for all seasons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there are great Superman titles out there. There, I'm not saying this is not. This is for me, my favorite and the best. Okay. That does not make any of the other ones lesser because there are a lot of really good Superman stories out there. Red Sun. I mean, like, I, oh, Red Sun is outstanding. Okay. So, I also want to make comment that there in I think it's in 2018. They started um, DC Black Label, right? Which I was all for, and I have yet to delve really into it. But it is out of. Con- <laughs> I was excited two years ago, and haven't well, done no, I, about I'm it. like I just gotta find time because they're out of continuity stories, right? And that I, like I said, I'm a fan of that. Like even if it's Batman or the Flash, it's okay. Give me an out of continuity story that I like. I don't have to remember it. I will. If it's a good enough story, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it doesn't dictate anything that comes before it or after it, which is what I like. Um, Fucking Gotham by Gaslight, yeah, oh my god, so good. Um, they released a, a version of this, a trade for for DC Black Label of this, and it's gorgeous. Like, it's the same exact artwork. They just have some uh, special interviews at the end, some behind the scenes artwork, some some roughs. I mean, like, it's just great, great stuff. And there's this one image in there of it. It's showing the the physicality between, and it's a side view of between Clark and Superman, and it's literally the hunch of the shoulders. Like, and visually yep, as they show it, it, it was. It was beautiful. Like you don't notice it until I didn't notice it till that was shown, and then I went back and looked, and I went, "Oh shit, it is." Like that makes sense. It it is the most effective um, Clark Kent as the disguise 
Um, yes. It, and it, the only thing that ever even came close to it was in, I, I believe it, it's Superman 2. When in the movie they're at the uh, when they're at Niagara Falls, it mm-hmm. might be the first one. I haven't seen them in so fucking long. Okay, I but, remember when he kisses her and makes Reeve, her forget because he has that superpower. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, Christopher Reeve. Like they're in the hotel room and there's the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like and his hand doesn't burn and whatever. And he sa- he's about to tell her that he's Superman, and Christopher Reeve. Like is Clark Kent at that moment, but he stands up and takes will, the glasses off. I will off. never like, forget that. Oh my god! Like, it's as if he had balloons in his body that it. just were slowly inflated, and he yeah, became like it, Superman. He, I think he became six inches taller. <laughs> it's so it's so fucking crazy visually to like when you see that. It's it's just oh my god! Like because you had you, I just I never realized he was doing that and in that moment he stands up mm-hmm. and when those glad heads holy shit that that's like the two and two were there we just didn't put them together to make the four yeah we, and, and oh my god it was just it's so beautifully done in that movie. like i fucking i love those first two i love all four superman movies including the like, the nail including villain solar yeah i love solar man of the atom don't fuck you i mean that's not who it is but but it should be solar man of the atom um no and that in the one issue of this book like i remember reading it back in the day and like there's a line where it's like luther left something in the sun and i was like oh fuck it's gonna be solar i was so excited um no no, and, and it, it was not. not. But, it was not. But, but I, I understand. I would I had put those first two Superman movies up against any other comic book movie. I, okay, yeah. Have Even you watched the, the Donner, Don, Donner version of them? Yes. Okay, good. Love them. Okay, good. Love those movies. But yeah, like the the this is the most effective uh, comic book visual of schlubby, clumsy Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things that Frank Quietly is so good at in in his artwork like even though i don't particularly care for it the skill of motion that he is able to convey in his figures is so incredible and it, like it's so unlike what everybody else does mm-hmm. i mean and you he really must have, get that sense in this book clark must have tripped 412 times in this oh in yeah. this run of issues and there, there it was it was beautifully done for it's effective exactly yeah. it was a character tripping to to relay that character's makeup and it was just just oh, beautiful beautiful mm. beautiful beautiful so that so was, people should read this book yeah 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 pick this bad boy up i, I mean you know if you got a minute go to <laughs> go to your local comic shop definitely there's probably like 900 different 12 different versions of the trade but like i said they just re-released one uh, two years ago so yeah it's it's a twelve issue run. It's not long, and it's so so good. It really is highest of recommendations. Two snaps in a cycle. <laughs> That's right. I'm old. <laughs> yeah. Well, aren't we all? All right. So that was my pick. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm I, I I love talking about this shit because you know, like I said before, art, and this is an art medium is subjective. And right. storytelling and visually art, it's subjective. I I don't like Mignola art. I have been yelled at for not liking Mignola art. I like the yeah, storylines. I lines. find that crazy. Yeah. That's, and that's, but I respect it. 
but the stories behind that, like I've read printed versions of Hellboy, like text versions, because the story is good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, all right, let's wrap this up. Dan, what am I yes, reading sir. for next month? Well, you and all of our listeners all will 12. be reading. Um, there's so many more than 12. Yeah, okay. We'll be reading the original Marvel Knights miniseries Holy of shit. the century. Oh, my God. T-H-E-S-E-N-T-R-Y, the century. Wow, man. Good. Is that the one that's, uh, I want to say, is that Jay Lee? Uh, Jay Lee and Paul Jenkins. Wow. Have you read that? Like, you read that before, right? Yeah, I read it when it released. Yeah. Yeah. It One of the, and we'll get to it when we talk about it next time we record, but one of the coolest um, stories around the comic, I think, that has ever happened in comics. And I happen to think it is a, a really effective um, personal story that I just think is really, really well done. Okay. So, yeah, all right. So, okay. You're doing Sentry the Void? What, what? No, the original Marvel Knights. Marvel Knights. The okay. Sentry. It's an eight issue miniseries. All right. I will. I, okay. Not the void. Not when he was a member of the Avengers. Not when they fucked it all up. The original long-haired Jay Lee Paul Jenkins Sentry. Okay. All right. That sounds like a plan to me. <sighs> all right, everyone. I mean, you got anything else? It's I, how, fuck, man. Nearly two hours. <laughs> I know. It's a good thing this is once a month. <laughs> I gotta edit this tomorrow. I'm supposed to be going away. <laughs> yeah, nope. No, uh, there was no need for editing. This no, was, that's true. I gotta, this I was just gotta, as good I, as All Star Superman. Yeah, we just gotta cut in a, 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 an intro and an outro and call it a day. Yeah. <sighs> All right, brother. I, it's as always. It's it's a pleasure talking to you, especially about comics. I oh, it it I I fucking love this shit, <laughs> and I I I love. I think what what really works well here is is the fact that you are an art first guy and I am a words first guy and you know that's going to make for some things yeah and like our sensibilities are very similar yet also there there's this. some differences every now and again that'll be interesting we'll get there I'm sure, I guarantee you there will be a point in time where I will want to hang up the hangout <laughs> be like stop fucking talking about sleepwalker he sucks him and Darkhawk no, can get fucked I won't stop I won't stop you I get I get the affinity for liking a certain character trust me on this one <laughs> yeah no I know I know that you do I know that you oh, do it was funny it's real non sequitur kind of thing when I was at work the other day and a, and a gentleman that that works for me he is he is an underling if you will uh he and i were talking <laughs> about um collectibles and whatnot because someone had something and i i he looked at my i have a tattoo of, of a, 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 a firefly quote on my arm and i'm like yeah right. i've i've been a, i've been a geek a nerd a, a whatever for since i was five i've been collecting comics and all that stuff right i help run a, a 
geek culture website. It's like, oh yeah, I, I have a, I have a bunch of comics at home. You know what? I just, I just went through them the other day, and I have like the first solid run of Moon Knight. You know that character? And I, <laughs> and I looked at him, and at that point, I was currently wearing my Moon Knight hat. <laughs> and I took the hat off, and I just like you know, like it's a it's a ball cap, and I took it off, and I didn't turn it around. I just t- held it by the brim and brought it closer to his face. <laughs> Look Did at you it. see this? <laughs> and then I turned it around. <laughs> oh, you are familiar? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact. <sighs> All right, brother. Mm. All right, man. Good times. Talk to. Hey, listen. Check us out, geekade.com. Um, reach out, mail at geekade.com. Put uh, Paper Cuts Podcast in the subject line if you want to talk to us about anything. Suggest a, a, a comic or something that we should be checking out. You know, we, we're literally, I, I will read anything at least once and then form an yep. opinion on it. <laughs> yep. And then tell you why you were either right or dumb. Yes. Um, you could reach me on all social medias at geekade underscore evan that covers them all dan where can people find you uh geekade and instagram or geekade and instagram <laughs> twitter and instagram at geekade dan um yeah there it be, is be prepared for if you follow me on twitter there's there's quite a smattering of politics so, yeah, so, you know, yeah dan is kind of opinionated i'm not sure if you're aware of this yeah i don't i don't know if that comes across um <laughs> Uh, but but he will but, tell yeah. you what's what, especially in the world of politics. I'm kind of surprised it took two hours for him to say the word politics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try. You know, I I really do try not to. But the 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 Twitter thing is, I mean, that's the, your bread the, and butter. Yeah. I get you, bro. I get you. It is, man. It is. So you know, you can come agree with me or fight with me or whatever. Just come on over. It's fine. Yeah, it's all good. All I'm right. not a dick about it. <laughs> he is very much open to conversations. I've, yes. You are, I will give you credit that. You will speak your mind, but you will listen to someone being stupid and then tell them <laughs> that they're being stupid. But Com- Conversations are growth. That is how it that's happens. How it works. Like if, we, if we shut our minds off to, to absolutely every other opinion, then we... We never grow. We just have we a bunch win? of people Wait, going, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> I'm confused. Wait, is that the way we're supposed to do things? I'm, yes. Okay. We, are, we are supposed to listen. Uh, I mean, like, not on certain things. Like, the, there are certain things. They're non negotiable. The, the earth is round. Like, don't, fu- you can't, we can't argue that. That's not, well, that's not a position you have can you- have. <laughs> click. But have eh, you seen eh, the compelling, eh, eh. like, nope, click, we're done. You, we can't disagree on basic facts. Water is wet. Well, I mean, but is it though? Like, shut up. Now, what's your? De- I need you to explain wet. <laughs> yeah, give me your definition of wet, and then when you give me your definition, I will counter it with like, well, that's just obviously liberal leftist talking points, and be like, all right, we're done. <laughs> so that's fine. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> Peace out, Girl Scout. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> all right, okay, bye. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week on Paper Cuts. Hopefully, it wasn't too bad of a train wreck. We're trying to rein that shit in. Uh, join us next month where I don't even know when this is going up. I'm going to try to get it up this week, but we'll see. Haha, <laughs> that right. came out way dirtier than I wanted it to. <laughs> Story of our lives. We're going to try and get it up. <laughs> next month, this, the uh, Marvel Knights issues of this century. Yeah, I think it's only five issues. I think I said eight. I think it's five. Oh, yeah, five, five, five beautifully done traits or issues. Um, so, yeah. See you then. Bye. <laughs>